Hi everyone, this is Luisa. Welcome to my podcast, Team Moral. You're here for the second episode. Honestly, I am so grateful that I started this project um, last week because after I uploaded my stuff and slightly distributed them on all my social media, there are friends who reached out to me who said that they liked um, what they listened to and it actually brought us closer and they have a better understanding of my personality and some of the insights that I, that I offered, um, they find them very helpful. So I'm just so grateful for whoever is listening right now. And I want to let you know that I appreciate you. You can talk to me anytime you want if you relate to anything that I discuss in this episode. And I'm always welcome to more ideas. I've planned out like five more topics so far of things I can talk about so I'm really excited um this is such a big force of motivation and it just it provides me this great contentment and fulfillment that I haven't found with other stuff so let's you know get this started in this episode I want to talk about how it feels like to coming out of a crazy burnout and insane exhaustion both well it's all you know mentally physically emotionally and intellectually so it's quite intricate like it definitely covers multiple aspects of my life so a little bit of recent update um i think i hit a rock bottom this week Uh, almost for no reason like in the past there are always triggers that i can explain that make me feel upset and frustrated but this time it's kind of just you know winter honestly um on monday i turned in an application to this like award that i'm trying to qualify for and it was a lot of essay writing a lot of editing so i was already exhausted but guess what i have another summer program application due tomorrow so I'm actually really worried right now and this recording this in a way it's like stall from working on that because I don't have that many creative energy like I'm hitting a little bit of a writer's box so of course I'm gonna force it out of my body but I just can't make something that doesn't exist happen out of thin air but yeah that's been really difficult because as much as I want to go to these programs. I aspire to be enlightened in the summer. I want to meet peers around the globe who are like-minded. But the problem is the deadlines are so close to each other. I find it really difficult to like swift like change my mindset every few days to, you know, prepare for a different program and just <sighs> the fact that I'm going through like college confidential and looking at everyone's like complaints just show that I I definitely like expect too much out of academic validations, which we talked about earlier in the last episode. But yeah, basically I missed two deadlines, one for a writing competition and then one for a summer program. I've been beating myself up so bad because of them because I just think, oh, that they could have been such great opportunities and I just let them slide because I was being lazy or that I didn't, put enough time out of my day to actually devote to these projects, which is totally my bad. And recently, I gained a really great success with a writing competition, and it just made me feel so much more confident. But the side that I'm not exposing to the people is that I actually get 
far more rejections and just not making it in the final round or whatever like disappointments like it is an overwhelming joy when I do get selected but there's always a bigger chances of not you know meeting to the expectation what the committee is looking for and at this point like I'm totally fine with that because who knows what the adults are expecting from me like I hold the power to mold myself into a unique individual that they won't ever understand to the full extent and I can't let that affect me anymore I think that's honestly a great way to you know get out of the burnout in a sense but yeah um that's one of the leading factor of why I felt so exhausted because writing just takes it I pour my soul into it and that's a lot and the other reason is that recently I had some great ideas for like stuff to do at the school like activities and events and I try to pitch them to teachers and other people and it just didn't go the way I wanted them to so I feel I felt small I felt silenced in a way I felt unheard and invisible and those are just so negative so on Tuesday after I finished one rehearsal and I you know got to the other one like my mom was with me and I just sat outside of the building and I just cried for a good 10 minutes and my mom had to like comfort me because the fact that I care so much about the well-being of my peers and the positive direction that the school is heading to like the more you care the more you can get hurt from rejection and that's how I felt and then later I after I bulged my eyes out I got chai tea latte and I went to rehearsal and you know it was a great day and our show opens next week which is so exciting it is genuinely one of the most meaningful piece of work I've ever committed to and I'm just like it's happiness coming my way when I'm spending time with my castmates um everyone is freaking amazing like I wish we were an actual family but we're you know not blood related (laughs) siblings in a sense um so that's been my happy place for honestly the beginning of the apprenticeship which was dating back to like august so it's been a good eight months now like i spent the best time of my life with them and nothing can ever be better than that like i'm convinced that it was just an unparalleled experience but on the other hand you know the fact that i get home later than 9 30 every night it just drives me crazy because i don't have time to do homework like sometimes i don't even know when to take a shower because i'm gonna have to wait for my hair to dry and all that and it's just like i have no time um and then i developed this really toxic habit i would you know go to sleep after like going through all social media for an hour straight which is so bad for my health and my eyes and it just it's the fear of missing out that controlled my mind even though like I know the work that I'm doing is more meaningful than you know whatever things that people post on social media but I just couldn't find that satisfaction it's like a hit of dopamine I guess um so tonight is like the first night around almost midnight time that I'm not watching Netflix or going through TikTok or like reading random articles on my bed instead I'm sitting in front of my desk I'm getting this done and then I'll write my essay or 
I'll simply go to sleep. But either way, it's better because I'm setting the mood right for tomorrow to be a better beginning. So yeah, but um, all of the reasons above are why I've been feeling really burned out. Um, and more importantly, I think with that, I always become more sensitive and I start to doubt, oh, maybe people around me don't like me as much. My friends, they might have different opinions of me because I've gotten so quiet. I've becoming more introverted, but it's a temporary thing. Like ultimately I'm an extrovert. Otherwise I wouldn't be spending 40 minutes now talking in the podcast. Like what am I doing talking to my phone? I am an extroverted person, but I just need less conversations to really settle down in my mind because I think the more I try to initiate conversations, the more people might find me annoying and that self-doubt lingers around me constantly, like 24-7. Even like with my mom, I could even be like, oh, I wonder if she has some, she holds a grunge against me because for whatever reason but i know she would never because she's literally my mother so you know i think i really need to put my heart back to my chest instead of letting it pump into my throat it's just a crazy feeling of like i guess you could say insecurity but it's not that deeply rooted it's honestly just a phase if that makes sense but this phase could be so toxic that it throws me into a depression slump which is awful and i know in a sense is my bet because i haven't spoke to my therapist for i think a month now and without the regular check-in like there's nobody i can check into because i don't want to bother my friends who are my age about things that they don't know how to give advice on and it would just give them more burdens and i hate to be a burden so i guess i could write about it but um I just haven't found the time to do that. And, you know, there's always tasks coming up that are stressing me out. Like, I have to prepare for the March SAT. It's like my second time taking it now. So I really need to make sure that I'm excelling it. Um, and there's that. What else were going on? Oh, yeah, I need to hold myself accountable for the online class that I'm taking because I'm a little bit behind and I can't drag it on because i would only become more and more behind um and my whole life philosophy is getting ahead of the game which is which introduces me to the next idea which is the concept of the so-called getting ahead and you know the balance between hard work and relaxation i never truly realized that maintaining this balance actually makes you more productive because I would always think that I want myself to be 100% whenever I'm awake. Like, when I'm in class, I want to focus and get the work done and not, you know, like, divide my attention to chat to my friends or, like, randomly scroll through the internet. But that's what's been happening to me. Um, I think it's just a matter of physical exhaustion. But... The true balance is when I, you know, it's there's the work hard, play hard. But honestly, like, there is an extent to how hard I can play because there's not just not much to do at this stage of life. Like, to me, playing hard is like going out to a restaurant to eat, like, 
fancy Italian food or sushi or something nice and dressing up and you know putting makeup on like putting up together an outfit that is play hard to me or otherwise it'd be like going to a theater to see a show which is a regular activity that always brings me sparks of joy and creativity so there's not much else that I need honestly like I'm content with these simple and low-key stuff and I don't think I'm the person like I don't have the personality to pull something off that's crazy and wild because it doesn't benefit me it doesn't make me feel better than how I am doing presently so in terms of working hard I think it's actually really extreme because there are nights when I stare at my computer screen and I'll just feel miserable having to do so much work and manage so many different aspects because I know that most of my peers don't tend to have the same like ambition outside of school and I mean that respectfully like everyone had different path but it just with writing with like research projects these things it takes the I think honestly the determination of an undergrad to carry the work and I'm preparing myself beforehand which is totally healthy like we love that but um I when I write things on my planner I would see there's like at least 10 tasks to take care of and I, I just get so overwhelmed because how am I supposed to ever finish that and there's things that genuinely frustrate me like I have a really good opportunity for the summer but then the people started telling me I can't go because I'm not an American citizen or I don't have a green card and that's honestly xenophobic to me because I think that we should all be made to have access to different things it you know essentially it is the idea that immigrants are no inferior than people who grew up in America because this is important because America is a piece of stolen land it's not native to most people who now regard themselves as Americans because you are all immigrants from either several generations or dozens of generations prior but just because you're earlier arrival in the chrono- in the longer like ch- chronological years of our human life you somehow become superior and that should not be it is a social construct but it shouldn't even be a law like i want to debunk that i want to abolish this phenomenon because it just brings harm sure there are sentiments of pa- patriotic things that make you you know have better connection to your country like you hold a heritage but america it's a melting pot your heritage is still specific to your ancestors like ethnicity and their origin even if you were like from europe that still holds some specificity that distinguish you from everyone else who are from different places so why do we have to create a hierarchy within different group of immigrants and you know the whole reason why I'm talking about it is because it has penetrated to our education resources. And especially for young people, like, if there is a generation we can choose to erase the differences and boundaries, it is the Gen Z. It is the expanding, growing, and thriving generations of teenagers who are becoming more open-hearted 
open-minded and having bigger hearts and the adults have to like cooperate with us they have to make some compromises and concessions to allow us to erase these boundaries and it could start as simple as simply giving these same opportunities in programs for foreigners as it is to american citizens like you know obviously i'm digging deep into the significance behind something that could be portrayed as something pretty simple but that's how i look at the world i could you could think that oh you could you know assume that i'm overthinking or that i overanalyze everything but no it's seeing the truth of society behind its superficial layer like that's an important skill to have because then it just it gives you a perspective that it's so much more in depth than making it personal because it would actually hurt more if i think about oh this is all just targeting me like I, they don't think i'm good enough it's all about me as an individual but no it's a systematic thing but i'm just inside the system because i can't escape without bringing true changes but what motivates me to go forward is that if i'm the person who initiated the changes then in the future someone else who want to who is placed in the same position will have this help of hand and when they're desperate for resources they can reach out and be like yo we deserve the same opportunities as american students and i'd be like yeah i agree with you so let's make that happen so you know that's why education holds so much power and that's why like adults you gotta update yourself you gotta like elevate the level of your mindset in order to match with the growing time that is a stone rolling every single day it does not stop because you as an adult refuse to absorb more information it does not ever stop because us teens are being defeated and thrown to the ground and sometimes our is like self-esteem is being stepped on none of that can stop our society from growing so let's accelerate the force of change let's be the disruptor of the status quo instead of you know going with the flow i love going with the flow i want to be a chill and laid-back person but really not in this case because it just like it's not benefiting myself like i always think about it as in like i could be a mentor to someone else i could enlighten them people who are younger than me the same way i'm being enlightened now by older people and it would just be a continuation of legacy yeah so that was a pretty intense speech i don't know why i think i make myself sound really scary but it's all with nice intention it's all like with the kind heart to help others and myself so obviously based on that you would think oh like she knows what she's doing she has a plan and why would she still be burned out because the process is so complicated i don't know if i could do it by myself like i felt so lonely when everyone around me is like ever spinning and i kind of just I feel like I'm staying stationary because when I make observations, I stop moving. And it would either leave me behind or a little bit isolated. Even if I was standing at the center of a circle and everyone else is the components of the circle, they could just roll so fast that I can't join them anymore. And that really makes me sad. 
but ultimately maybe one day it will pay off because they will start to understand and join me and I would really appreciate that and sometimes I don't even need to be a leader I don't think I'm an alpha person like I was talking about it with my friend the other day and we thought okay there's another Greek term is beta but it means someone who's like mellow and um someone who is very kind-hearted but a little bit introverted but I don't think it means that like I'm a coward it just means that I work better if there were someone else who would be at the you know the represent be the representative but I'm just like the fierce contributor but not necessarily like a commander like let's say a general of an army because I don't foresee myself being able to give other people commands I would prefer to follow commands so yeah if you want to you know be involved in youth activism and if you want to become a force of change definitely reach out to me and I would be happy to discuss more about this aspect because it's very closely associated with our teenage life um but speaking of which like I think it's really important to bring up that even though I think about these things constantly I still want there to be time when I can just look at the surroundings without you know the sociological perspective like I just want to be able to involve myself in light-hearted conversations but I would always get so uncomfortable if some, someone say something that's like remotely discriminatory I would like put on this alarm in my head and it would just keep raining and when I see them I'm worried okay what is going to jump out of their mouth for the next minute are they gonna like initiate a harsher level of insult because I really hope that doesn't happen like it just gets me scared I think it's almost like a defense mechanism for me to become a little bit tense like um and it's not that I'm, I'm you know holding a hostility against anyone but it's just like the fact that I can't see through their mind through their like face I don't know if they would ever align with me and I don't know why it matters because people with opposite opinions can always be friends like it shouldn't be the most important thing like it's more important if you get along and if you like have common topics and stuff but I'm just simply hypersensitive when it comes to if they were okay if you were like saying something that's a little bit racist I don't think I can just sit there and watch you in silence like I it's not that I feel the responsibility to correct you but I just want to point out that you have to be aware that it's not a kind thing to say that like yes it might make me sound really annoying and it may, may make me be perceived as like someone who's not very approachable but ultimately like I'm trying to help because if you say it at another like situation where it could actually get you into trouble like that's gonna be a very heavy consequence that you have to pay for something that you weren't previously aware of at least in some cases so if I ever do this to you I'm sorry I don't mean to be aggressive but I just hope that it could become like a mutual understanding that it really does matter. Okay. And then moving on from there. Another thing I want to say is that the burnout I experience 
has to do with I think honestly the way that the semester is going like I really want to I can't wait for the summer break even though I just had winter break a month ago but like I'm looking forward to the presidential weekend I think it'd be great if the weather's warming up because then I can go to the beach um that'd be so much fun and what else like I want to go to Disney because I have not gone to Magic Kingdom or Epcot ever <laughs> unfortunately <laughs> even though I've lived here for a long time so that's a bit of shame shame and then I want to have time to read for sure I bought so many new books and I just have not had the time to open them um because it just takes me a while to like move on from one project to another like for my birthday gifts I got these two amazing books shout out to two of my best friends who know me really well one of my friends got me a Christmas gift that is um, a collection of like essays and um, other works on the colonial America and the institution of slavery and how it has evolved into the contemporary American society. So it's very like politics and history wise. And I love it. Like I, I just read the cover and like a few introduction pages and I know that this is going to help so much with my research because my research is all about like the foundation of America and the definition of democracy back then versus our perception of democracy now and how like the evolution of it but through the lens of historians and how historians have shifted their ways to document history throughout the hundreds of ages years um so yeah that's like so like now that I say it out loud it sounds so wide and it just has a big range so I don't know how I'll be able to cover everything but at least we gotta start somewhere and then we can go from there and then another book I got from a friend is the poetry collection of Robert Frost which is an amazing poet I have his lines copied and written down and posted on the wall in front of my desk so I get to see it whenever I raise my head and that is the most lovely thing ever like it just makes me feel more motivated because his language it's very graceful and it just portrays a very specific very vivid image that I want to experience like it's just all the simple things that, you know, make me feel inspired. So that's really great. Um, those are the things that I'm grateful for. But reading on its own could be very exhausting. And I do feel very burned out because sometimes I even doubt if it's like dyslexia or other issues. But my mind does struggle to function and comprehend words after... I read extensively, even though, you know, I still want to, but it's just like, I literally cannot comprehend what the line is saying anymore. And that's pretty sad. <laughs> um, but if I were really to say, I guess, a really good way for me to prevent the burnout is just like having a self-care night. I know it's like all over the social media, but sometimes it's not, you know, just a fake thing that's like promoting external beauty but it actually does work like if I take 
tonight I went out with friends and then when I got home it was cold so I took a hot bath and you know I brushed through my hair so that just feels like a treat to myself and I light up my candles so it's like seeing light just warms my heart up even when I'm sad and at the edge of crying and breaking down I think it still circles back to the topic of loneliness and feeling like I'm battling a lot by myself. I have lovely friends and only one family member, which I assume makes things harder than most people. But my lovely friends make me always wonder about their thoughts and... I just wish that there could be more affirmations. But again, it's not their job to hold me sane all the time. But I'm just saying it would be very helpful if that's the case. Because everyone goes through peaks and valleys of life. And I would undoubtedly help someone if they told me, I'm going through a tough time. Can you like come over to my house and give me some advice or like sit in silence with me and stare at each other for half an hour? I would love to do that. Just to know that there's the physical presence of someone else who isn't me and myself because constantly having conversations with myself is like speaking with the biggest critique even though I should be my biggest supporter because I support the work that I'm doing, that's all. But it's so difficult because ultimately, who is it to judge if I was doing the right thing or not? There isn't like a standard that I can ever decide. So I just wish that in college it'll be better, like even though it's 1.5 years until I graduate, I'm really looking forward to college or just. The idea of adulthood, you know, emotional maturity and intellectual maturity where we can have fierce debate but still keep them healthy and remain friends afterwards where we can go out and have karaoke nights and go to clubs and be wild but then when we get home we could still like go to the libraries and study and attend these club meetings and go to amazing competitions and conferences and events like that is the dream I can't wait. And dang, I wish, well, I mean, there is a way I could make college longer than four years if I go to graduate program. It'll be like longer than high school, which is good because high school feels so dragged on and so long. And I even think about like, what are the odds that I could just be done sooner? But then again, there are moments that I treasure and I don't want to miss them. So it's like, definitely a double sword there's the downside and the upside um but yeah i think just the idea of being a college student keeps me moving forward significantly and summer programs mimic that which is why i want to go there which is why i need to put into efforts now so it circles back to the present moment but i think another reason that I've been burned out. It's because I just returned to sports. 
and my physical fitness level is definitely going up a lot and I'm happy that you know put in the work put in the hours and take what's ours (laughs) the rock but he's true though like he's saying the right thing it is that's how it works when it comes to like sports and resilience based things but it's a different case with like creative stuff because you don't know if the input and output are ever going to be equivalent but yeah it's just I have an ongoing love-hate relationship with my body and I hope that sports can be my way out of that or at least changing the mood a little bit because when you're busy you forget to eat and then you end up developing like a chronic stomach problem and then it ends up becoming a heart problem and then you just your body collapse like that's the cycle and I don't want to reach the last step because then I can't function I can't do anything oh my god it's 12 a.m okay well welcome to a new day um it's midnight (sighs) but it's so quiet it feels good to listen to the rain dropping you know feeling like the nature gives me nurture and the nature is the companion that would never leave me because mother earth loves me as much as he loves or she or they love everyone else and i really feel like i'm being embraced into a into the arms of someone who's so like who just loves people unconditionally and i want to be someone who can do that i do think Right now, I love a lot of people unconditionally. And even though they don't know that, I am. <laughs> and I don't need to say it out loud because they will get to witness it one day if they do need my help. So that's good. So I think <laughs> just to let up a little bit because otherwise I would actually cry. I want to talk about some of my future plans and how after I'm out of this burnout and this you know, little episode of depression and relapse of bad emotions, I can get back on track and become the productive self that I once was again. I have this amazing ambition, but I don't know when I'll ever be able to achieve it. It's definitely not in the near future. But since I had directing experience before, I'm really looking forward to more opportunities and I want to do this specific project where we could do an all POC Little Women, the musical, because I'm obsessed with the musical. I listen to the soundtrack all the time and I love watching the movie with like Timothy Chalamet because it just has the cutest aesthetics ever. And I see all these u- edits on YouTube with like different songs from Taylor Swift and it's just so cute. But it is the story of people who are supposedly, you know, Eurocentric and it's very very much centered around the idea that you know like they're definitely relatively rich people in like the past well it's not a contemporary story but they're privileged like to go through this whole idea of, of female awakening in the 19th century because they were white and their womanhood it's so closely associated with their specific like 
Eurocentric culture that I want to have one that it's not, you know, like about the cult of domesticity in America, but rather to a larger extent. So it would be like all POC, March Girls and Lori and other characters, and they don't have to, like, again, this is like, I don't even know why people still don't understand the concept but when you're like in a production I don't I personally don't think you have to be the same ethnicity to be seen as like sisters or people who are biologically related because like come on just you know the um three sisters in Hamilton aren't the same and you totally see them because they have a genuine connection so I think the same thing can apply to little women and especially because their stories are so inspiring that people who are underrepresented have to see these type of figures either you know in theater or on the big screen seeing that people who look like us can also be in this great story and they can um succeed and they get to tell the narratives like in a different revision perspective I literally, my Instagram bio says modern day Joseph and March because I love how Joe is unafraid and undefeated. And come on, she wants to be a writer like me. <laughs> but of course, I don't feel the same way as she does about everything in life. And I don't have any siblings. So our experiences are going to be different, but we hold the same genuine wishes and seeing if I see a Joe who looks like me who tells the story of a woman becoming you know going to college and like rejecting previous love interests and having her writing like published like that would be so inspiring so yeah if you're a producer and you're listening to this, which probably never going to happen because I don't think any adult producer would listen to a podcast named, named Tomorrow. But if you are, reach out to me. Let's set this up. I would love to commit to this because it's so meaningful. And, and like, I think it's a unique idea. So please don't copy me. Otherwise, I would be very hurt. This is, you know, getting a little watermark verbally and then the second idea is that i've been meaning to um organize my work and collecting them into an autobiography autobiography for a long time like i want to have a portfolio or like an anthology that has my work in them and i haven't thought of the name yet but it's definitely going to center around the theme about how i think i got the best of multiple worlds in terms of like having the perspective to analyze phenomenons that are in America, that are around the world, that are in China, and how I could use this like interchangeably, like it's almost like an interdisciplinary thing where I get to be Western-minded for a second and then go back to like the traditional way I grew up with, which is like more Eastern-oriented, and then I can like merge them to be truly international like i think nowadays we oftentimes misunderstand the concept of international because it's 
so much more inclusive than how we're making it because now it's like international is associated with elitism it's like you're not international if you haven't traveled in all continents more than 30 countries if you haven't been you know on a private jet or like an airplane but that's not it so maybe by producing this anthology i will get to show people how i look at both worlds intrinsically and um how that can actually like it establishes a bridge that connect people especially um readers who are in their young generation so yeah <laughs> both of the projects feels like they're gonna take ages to complete like i i would be very happy if i could use them as for myself as like a graduation gift if that's gonna happen but i'm really looking forward to them and if you're listening right now and you also feel like you're pumped with ideas i just want to remind you that you should definitely take a break for yourself whenever you can because like i said this balance is what creates productivity um and don't ever be afraid if you felt like you were alone on this journey because i feel the same way and we can be each other's partnerships and you know even when you do hold doubts about friendships and these simple things and just like me sitting here my phone isn't blowing up because people don't text me that often and on the weekend it feels like it's a journey with myself and not much with other people at all but that's perfectly normal and the fear of missing out is a social construct if we circles back to it because socializing is important but also minimal at the same time ultimately you always have to prioritize your individuality because that's what made people want to be friends with you like that's what attract like-minded peers to be around you if you lose the uniqueness then you're a robot walking so definitely persevere and after this period is over i promise our lives will all get so much brighter and we'll feel like we've accomplished meaningful things and i'm putting this ahead but i'm proud of you for whatever you're about to do and i hope you enjoyed today's episode <laughs> i think you can tell from my voice there were a few times i always feel like i was gonna cry but i didn't and now i'm gonna go to sleep and i will see you next week bye <laughs>